I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry. I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And today we have an awesome conversation with Shelby Hosfield about spiritual gifts. And this may be something you've heard about. You might know yours, you might not. Um, Either way, don't worry. We're going to give you a fresh recap of what they are, why we have them. Like what's, what's the point of these gifts? Like what do we do with it? And how important they are. You have a unique gift that is equally unique as you are and for a specific purpose and if you have a gift you want to use it right so let's dive in and talk about these fun spiritual gifts that god has given us all right we have a guest on the podcast today so I want you to go ahead and tell us who you are and a little about you and what you do. Sure. So I'm Shelby Hosfield. I am the host of Finding Faith Above the podcast. And what I mainly do is I try to help women who have left more of a legalistic type of religion and are trying to put together uh, a basic concept of Christian beliefs and moving forward with that. And that can be very tricky. So I myself actually grew up in the Mormon church and I left when I was 18. So uh, my background is a little different than a lot of people. I spent 20 years trying to find God and tried on all sorts of hats <laughs> during that time. And so I have a lot of experience in, in all the different things. And uh, yeah, in you know, when we we can't deny him. He's all around us. And so eventually at some point in my life, I kind of went through some things that uh, he made himself very evident to me. And I am, yeah, I just walk with him every day. And now I try to help other women to kind of get through that as well. So yes, that's what I do on my podcast. I really try to help them just define those basic Christian beliefs and uh, get their footing underneath them. That's fantastic. Yeah. Just giving, helping people stand on the rock on Jesus, get those basics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who he is. Um, great. Well today, yeah, we've got you on here to give us some more insight into kind of those fundamental things. And one of those, um, is spiritual gifts. So we talk about personality types and self-awareness and all these pieces of ourselves that help us interact with others and society and guide us in our intentional life. But Uh, What about spiritual awareness and do we have unique parts of us when it comes to our faith journey? And the answer is yes. And it comes in the form of spiritual gifts. So I would love for you to just give us a little bit of that fundamental background of where do these spiritual gifts come from? Like, what's the point? What are they? Um, So yeah, just kind of fill us in on those basics if you would. Sure. So I think that a lot of times people don't realize when they say they are going to church that what what the Bible defines and what we talk about in the Bible as the church is the body of Christ. He is the head. We are the members. And it's not like a member, like we're joining a club, like we're the members of the club. <laughs> it's not quite like that. And I, I think that, you know, in society now more in the secular view, that's kind of how we see it. And so we kind of transfer that over when we decide to go to church, we're going to be a member of that church, but that's not how 
how the Bible talks about it. The Bible actually really truly talks about us as members of the church as being essential parts of the body and thinking of it a little bit more literally like an actual body, like with fingers and toes and, and everything. But like we are a member, <laughs> literally mm-hmm. like a like a finger or whatever of that body of Christ. And with that, it is he entrusts us and and helps us and guides us to be able to build up that body of Christ. And we all have to work together as one body and we all have an essential role. And with that, when we come to God, when we come to Jesus, when we give our lives to him and we are transformed and we are no longer, you know, sons of Adam, we are now sons of God and we are adopted into his family. We are given gifts to be able to help us to build up that body of Christ from the Holy Spirit. You know, we were given the Holy Spirit and, and these things then are able to, to help us to build that body of Christ. And so I think um, a lot of times people too, when we talk about spiritual gifts, they think like, Ooh, all of a sudden now you're like going to get like this supercharged awesomeness. And this is going to make us like totally different and cool than everybody else. But that's really not what we're talking about either. What we're talking about is things that God has given us to help glorify him and to, and to become that body of Christ. And so, uh, they're just, they're so cool in the fact that they are something unique to you. And I think that it does go a lot to your personality and because he knows us, he knit us together in our mama's womb. And so he knows our personality. And so he's able to give us these gifts that, that work with us to be able to bring more glory to him. And it all works together. And it's so cool how it does. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing how it's all woven. And I got so much, uh, clarity when I realized like what my gifts were and just how that played into my personality, just like you spoke about. And it was so eye opening to be like, Oh, so much more makes sense. Like knowing that I have these spiritual gifts and what I tend to do and how I serve, like this all makes sense. Um, I know I think mine are administration, faith, and exhortation. Um, and it's just a cool combination of like planning out and believing it can happen and getting people excited about it. And I was like, oh, this, this really lines up. So would you um, give us, there's a lot of spiritual gifts mentioned in the Bible and, and there's some debate on which are included and all of that. Um, but maybe just kind of going over for us, knowing that it's not exclusive, you guys can dive into, there's a few areas of the Bible where it talks about it, including, um, first Corinthians 12. Um, but if you want to go over maybe some of the main spiritual gifts and just give us a brief little definition. So we just have an idea to wrap our minds around like, okay, what, what are these cool gifts that God has given? Sure. So I'll kind of list them and you jump in too. If you like, or like, yeah, we need to talk about this one a little bit more than okay. <laughs> okay. So in Romans 12, four through eight, that's the, the first little passage that uh, talks about spiritual gifts. And Romans is my favorite book in the Bible. I think, I, I mean, I, I don't like to be biased on one of them, but I love <laughs> Romans. I think it's just uh, everything. It's just, it's also good. So in any case, um, the first one that we talk about there is prophecy. And when we're talking about prophecy, we're talking about the ability to communicate God's truth. And so being able to bring that to the people and to the body. 
So that's the first one. The next one is service, which is, you can also say is more like ministry, um, doing good for the body. So bringing, um, bringing that gift to be able to, to help in service to the others. Yeah. Those really practical, like hands-on type of yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one is teaching and teaching is one that I feel like I definitely have, um, which has kind of been a little surprising to me. I, I have tried to teach adults in different aspects of my life, non-Christian based before, but, um, but this is something that I feel like has just come alive in me. And this is where the whole podcast comes in for me because I love, I love to teach yeah. his word. I love it. And so for me, that's a big part of, of my spiritual gifts. The next one is um, exhortation which is the stimulation of faith, being encouraging to others. Mm -hmm. uh, giving is the next one. And sometimes I feel like people are like giving, how is that a gift? But think about what giving can do. And some people just have that gift, that ability to just know who and where those gifts need to happen. And so yeah, that's- And just that good. mindset to see, and it's not always monetary. It can be gifts of time and other things, but yeah, just having that default nature of wanting to give. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next one is leadership, um, which is, you know, having the ability to have that authority and, and helping to, to put things together in a way that, um, that leads. And I think that's a big one. Um, mercy, um, sympathy, comfort to the sorrowing, um, having that ability to do that. So that's what we have in Romans. And then we move on to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. And with that one, first one is knowledge. And knowledge is a pretty cool one too. I mean, I think it works. They say that certain ones work together with others. And I do think knowledge probably, you know, works together with, with wisdom. It works together with teaching. Um, and, and so is it distinct? It is. But I do think that it does also work with the others. That's true. And the next one is faith. And you talked about having faith. Do What do you feel like that uh, looks like for you? Yeah, I think it's interesting because when that's a more of a strong suit, if you will, you don't, it's easier to believe what God says and that he will come through and believe his promises. And it's just easier to like step out, I think, and be bold in terms of what that looks like, what faith looks like in action. I think it just comes more naturally and easier. You don't have to like convince yourself and like keep reminding yourself like, okay, okay, this is what it, it's easier to just default be like, yeah, yeah, God can do that. Like you can be healed right now. Like you can, you can do that, like whatever thing in, in church, like teach that class or whatever it may be. It's just, I feel like it just is easier overall is what I have found. It's just more of my default of like, of course. And then when you have people that struggle with it, you're like, Oh, I, I didn't even realize like, yeah, that, that was a struggle. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a, a, an interesting thing about um, these spiritual gifts as well is because just because it comes easy to you doesn't mean that it is going to come as a gift or easy to somebody else. And that's right. where we all have to work together yes. in, in order to build it up because not everybody is, has the same. So exactly. And that's where we need each other, where you have to be, why there is a call to have a church, like to bring people together because we need each other and each one's gifts. And 
you may have 10 people in a room with the same spiritual gift, but because of our unique personalities and our makeup, even with the same gifts, different people are going to bring, um, uh, different things to the table. So yes, for sure. It's so important to pour into each other with your gifts. Absolutely. So the next one is healing. And I think this is one that, um, people, people can question a lot today, especially with Western medicine and, you know, that that is what kind of, we, we know science. And so therefore the healing magic of what happens, it's not magic, but it's, you know, what it is, it's our spiritual gift, that healingness that came in the early church is maybe not needed now in this day and age. And I think sometimes people, um, tend to start to question, especially around healing. And I firsthand have witnessed some amazing healing powers from people who truly had that gift. And uh, it surprised me and it shouldn't because we should have that faith in God yeah. and what he has given people, but it's still, it, I do feel like it is very powerful and it is absolutely alive in this yes, day and age. For sure. And how you were talking about how some gifts go together. I think faith and healing are a good pairing because just believing that, yeah, if it, we're talking about God, the power of Jesus in us, if he wants to do something, if he wants to bring healing to someone, whether that is emotionally, mentally, or physically, if he wants to do it right, then he can. And there are, if you open your eyes to see it and dig in a little bit more of people, especially working in other countries, like firsthand witness accounts of miraculous healing, like, yes, it does exist. I think we read about it in the Bible, but we don't look for it in the everyday. And, um, it's another piece of God that we're missing yeah. out on, um, and a gift that he has bestowed. So yeah, I personally definitely, um, believe in, in that gift for sure. Yeah, it is definitely alive and well from what, from what I have witnessed. So yeah. the next one is miracles, which that just goes straight along <laughs> with that, right? Doing great deeds. I mean, and I absolutely believe in miracles today. I do think that, uh, that is a gift that he does bring. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it again, I think that is very much alive and well, but there are people who feel differently. So, and the next one is discernment of spirits and discernment. I feel like is the big word with this one is being able, being able to recognize right from wrong, but right from wrong on a very spiritual level. Mm -hmm. And I've, personally, I feel like I do hold this and this has been very tricky for me with, um, coming from the church that I did in a lot of what I do on my podcast and a lot of interviews that I have done. And I was very skeptical. I think of some of all of this for a long time, but God has shown me very differently in my life. And so this is, this is for me when I'm like, okay, spiritual gifts are absolutely alive and well, because yeah. this is something that really was brought to me. And that's amazing. And I think that's such a helpful gift because I find I'm very optimistic and always seeing the good in people. And that's my, just my default view. And I think it's so helpful to have someone with discernment in your, in your group and who you're around to help you like, Hmm, I'm not, something's not sitting right. I'm not sure this is of God. Um, to help be like, oh, this could be a false teaching. Let's like dig into this a little bit more just to help question and um, 
go through that. So that, that is an amazing, important gift. I think for sure. They all are. None is better than one. Right. That is something to be, we all need each other. Um, But that's where it's so important to, yeah, we need them all. I I think it's pretty cool too, how he knows what you will need to build up the body of Christ as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like he gave me this because I need this in order to do the work that he's asked me to do. Yes. So I I do think it's, uh, yeah, it, it is a very cool an awesome thing, how he knows us so well, because mm-hmm. he does. <laughs> Better than yourself. <laughs> yes. Um, the next one is tongues. And this one, I think is when people think of spiritual gifts, they automatically default to this. <laughs> and they're like, this is where I think some of the skepticism comes in, but I have been with people who have the gift of tongues and I have friends who speak of this. And it, I do think that it is a, a, it's a private thing that they hold with God. Um, I don't know. It, can you speak to this bit more? Yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I believe that this is a gift and I am like, cause there's also a separate gift of interpretation of tongues. And I have friends, um, that do have this. And I've gone to a few services where that's a part. And, and I was just like, Whoa, what? what is happening? Like, I don't know how to feel about this. And that's where you try and tune into that discernment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, like Jesus gave me some of this, cause I'm just not sure. And, um, it, it is one of those that I, I struggle a little bit to understand. Um, and I don't have the verse it is in Romans, I believe, um, where the spirit speaks on our behalf when we don't have the words to say. And I've talked to people and they and they use that verse as a reference of that is a actual verbal thing um, where the tongues come into play. And so I, I don't know, I don't have a firm thing, but I feel like if your heart, you are communicating with Jesus and it is about you and Jesus, and that is what manifests from that, then who am I to question that? I believe if, it, if it's put on an idol and it's a show for the sake of show, um, then there's some issues. And so I think that may be where there is skepticism and some of that comes into play, but that it always comes back to our heart. Um, and so that's kind of where I, where I come to with this. Yeah, absolutely. I do think that, like I said, I feel like from the women that I know, uh, it's very personal and it should be, I think that your, your spiritual gifts are, they're used to build up the body, but it also is something personal that you, you share with God. Yeah. So. And then the next one then, yes, is the interpretation of tongues. So that goes along with that. The next one is apostle. So from what I have is, um, you know, div- uh, a divine strength or ability to pioneer new churches and ministries through planting, overseeing, and training. So really bringing the spirit to, to others. Uh, and I do think, I mean, that if we think about who the apostles were at the beginning, right, that, that was, was their like, role. Their job was. <laughs> yeah. Was, really to, to bring God to everyone and, and let Jesus's name be known. And so I do think, uh, some people do have a special gift for that. I would not ever think like I need to, you know, go and plant a church somewhere and, and, you know, build that up. That that's not something that is innate in me, but I do feel like certain people are very much called to that. And when you meet them, it's, you can tell, I mean, like they have their, it's powerful. And so I do think that's where that one falls in. It's just that need to be able to, to do that, to bring, um, you know, the, a church setting of some sort 
to other places that don't have it. Yeah. And it is very cool. I had, I worked with a group called city reach, um, missionary and going to different parts of the United States and, and partnering up with a church planter, someone with that, um, gifting and yeah, they are on fire for bringing Jesus to that community and just working alongside. And, um, that is a cool, uh, a cool gift that we, we do need because we are called to go and tell the world. So mm-hmm. yeah, we all have that. We all have that to an extent for sure. And then others just, um, yeah, it runs a little bit deeper. Yeah. The next one is helps. And so I think helps, you know, we say that certain things are kind of partnered together. I do think helps kind of falls in line with the service and the ministry and whatnot, but, um, helps also can be involved there in a supportive role for accomplishments of certain specific tasks in the Christian ministry. So the ability to often see the need before others do and be able to act on that. So that one is, I mean, we all need more help sometimes. So this is a big one to be able to recognize that. And I had an interesting, when I took, um, I did a workshop that went over a few personality things and it was called a place workshop and it included spiritual gifts. Um, and the one thing I found interesting about helps is that it tends to be associated with a specific person. So if you're in the church and you're helping, you almost have more of a connection to helping and supporting that person. Like if a different person moves into that role, like you may feel a little disconnect. Um, so just an interesting, I had never heard. So for those of you who may have that gift of helps, you may realize that you tend to really want to support that person versus just kind of a blanket role of service overall, I feel like is kind of a defining factor there between those two gifts, if that's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And then the next one is administration. And you said that you feel like you have this within you as well. So how does that look? Yeah. I mean, I'm a planner (laughs) and just being able to see all the things happening and create, like organize that and create it into a specific plan of action and even helping certain people know where to plug in and just sort of, yeah, bring all the pieces together and make a plan to actually make it happen. I feel like, um, where it's that difference from just like leadership, it's more of like specific plans and how to move ideas forward and make things happen. So yeah, to me, that is, very much a big part of, of who I am. Um, very cool. (laughs) The next one then is evangelist. And I wish I was more of an evangelist. I tend to freeze up a little bit more sometimes when I'm like trying to bring God to everyone. But, uh, some people just really have this gift of being able to know exactly what people need to hear to bring them to God. I'm a little bit more on the, um, wisdom, knowledge, like here's, here's the facts. And I hope that it works for you type of situation, but (laughs) certain people from an evangelist standpoint, it's like, they are able to touch people's soul in that way that brings them closer to God, which is a a pretty amazing one to be able to see as well. Yeah. And that, that will look different. I feel like when we hear that gift, we think of like knocking on doors, like it's very, you don't know anyone. It's very bold and all of that, which it certainly can be. And I know people that are extremely bold in that. I'm a few steps down from that. Like I do, I don't have a problem interacting with people, but it's more of an intimate, like have a conversation, find a way in and like pour into them and pray, pray for them and things like that. So I just want to point out that this gift 
doesn't always look like knocking on doors. Like, yes, it can. And you may have more of that, um, thing, but like, don't count yourself out of that gift. If you're like, Oh, I don't, I don't go like walk the streets and like do that. That's so scary. You, you may actually do it and it looks a little bit different. Um, so yeah, not to be scared of. <laughs> of yeah. That gift. And I do think that that's an important thing to bring up about this too, is that we all are called to, to be there to bring up God. Like we all are. And I mean, he asks us all to do that. It's just that certain people have been gifted certain things that help them to take it even a little bit step further. And again, no, when we talk about the body of Christ, no finger or toe or arm or leg or whatever is more important than the other. Mm -hmm. They all are equally as important in building up that body. Uh, It's just that certain people are able to uh, speak to certain things a little bit more. And I, I do think it's because God knows that's where he's going to put them. Yeah, and for sure. that's where, that's what they're going to need it's by design. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So then the next one is pastor. And this doesn't necessarily just mean your pastor at church. You know, the person who stands up and talks, um, pastoring is, um, shepherding the people. It is caring for the people. And that can look very different for a lot of different people. So same, same thing in this one is that it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're knocking on doors. It doesn't necessarily mean you're standing up in front of a congregation. It just means that you're there to, to help care for the people. So those are all of the ones from first Corinthians. And then there's a few more, um, kind of scattered around. And, um, a couple of these ones are celibacy, um, that one, sometimes people do and do not feel is necessarily a gift. However, Paul talks about it as a gift to him in that he was able to stay focused on God. But if that is not something that he, he also, he kind of talks about this a little differently, that if you do have the want to be with someone, then you should be with someone. But if you uh, are able to focus your, your time and attention just on God, that that's what he felt like he, he was a gift to him to be able to pour into God that way. So that's one, um, voluntary poverty, which I think can look very different in many different aspects. But again, that probably goes a long way with, um, giving and, and kind of where you are there could, could look like that. Um, martyrdom, is in first Corinthians 13, three, uh, missionary missionary. I think again, so a lot of people have that gift of being able to want to go out there and do those things. And that truly is something that manifests, I think in your heart from the spirit, um, hospitality. Some people have that a bit more than others (laughs) is being able to have that, that space that is, um, warm and inviting for, to bring people in. And then there's some other ones. And I guess this is where it kind of gets like with the spiritual gifts, because we have these ones that are lined out in indefinite scripture, but then we also have gifts that some people believe are truly gifts. Some people don't believe that they are necessarily gifts, but they are spoke about throughout the, the Bible in, in different ways. And, uh, people who are a lot smarter than I am on all of this and study this in depth. These are some of the ones that they say, and uh, you can take it how you will. Um, intercession, somebody who, uh, is able to step within prayer and with prayer really believes in those results and being able to step into that, um, deliverance, deliverance in that that's one that 
looks very different. I think depending on where you are also in the world, mm-hmm. that's a big one. Um, leading worship. That's one that a big, that people do feel like is part in there as well, because being able to bring people together in worship yeah. is, is a big one. That's true. And then crafts, craftsmanship and craftsmanship. I do think it can be a spiritual gift. It can also pull from your talents. And I think we'll go over that more too, mm-hmm. but some people truly do believe that craftsmanship does fall into that. So I think as you're kind of studying these spiritual gifts, know that some people are going to say there's only 22. Some people there are only going to say there's nine. Some people are going to say that there is way more than just what is in the Bible because God knows us and he's going to use us in all different ways. Um, these are the ones that are spelled out actually in scripture. So, um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's easy. I think this is one where you can get stuck in the weeds of like what is and what isn't. And this is where you just really have to, um, I'm going to say for sure, letting the Bible speak to that is the absolute truth that we have to go on. Um, but yeah, like doing your research and praying into it. And obviously God is going to do whatever he wants to do through us. And so at any time, like bringing out things in us that's needed for his glory. Um, So yeah, just, this is something that you can evolve in your ideas as you research more and things like that, but just using, um, the word as, as a beacon there. Um, I do want to segue, you started to go into this, of the idea of talents. And I think people do get confused of, well, I have talents, like I'm a really good dancer. I'm, I'm really good with numbers and math and like different things. Like what's, where's the line? Like what's a talent what's a spiritual gift. And so I think part of that is a little bit clear at this point now that we've kind of gone through what the Bible says gifts are, but yeah, if you want to go into that, just a little bit of just kind of clarifying that there is a difference in talents and spiritual gifts. Sure. So when we are born, obviously God knew he has a plan for us. He, He talks about this throughout the Bible. He sees time is different for him. He sees it all in, in one shot. And so he knows what we are going to need. And I do believe that we are given God given talents from the womb. He, he knit us together in our mama's womb. And he put these things within us that are going to help us in this world. And, and also just partly our personality and who we are. And Mm -hmm. I know that you go into that a lot on your own podcast is, you know, who, who we are initially as, uh, creatures made in his image, you know, so he put us together. So we have these talents. So for instance, I, I feel like I was an artist from birth. Like I am just a creative person. I am an artist. Could I use that artistic ability to go do things that are very secular and very non-Christian? Absolutely. So that to me defines that more as a talent. That's something that I'm able to use in all aspects of my life. Whereas a spiritual gift is something there's prerequisites to it. (laughs) You, you have to come to God, you have to come to Jesus. And it is a gift that we're given when we're given the Holy spirit, when we surrender our life to God, we're given these gifts and they're specifically put together to help us to build up the body. So Mm -hmm. they're, they're very specific in 
in their purpose, because our purpose is to know God and to make him known. That is our purpose in life. And so when we give our life to him and that becomes our true purpose, we are given these gifts to help make that happen. Now, can I use my artistic and creative ability to work with that and, and continue that? Absolutely. Like it all works together. But as he says, it all works together for his purpose and for his good, but it, um, it doesn't necessarily mean though, that I was given this artistic ability to be a Christian in, or, or right. to build that up. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it is, there is a distinction in the fact that it is my talents that I'm able to bring to this world. Whereas my spiritual gifts help me really to build up the body. Right. And I, I do think there's times where these things can overlap a bit or your talents might be similar to some of your spiritual gifts and like enhance those. There's definitely, uh, we all we're we're one person, things work together, but it is helpful to know like the purpose of like spiritual gifts, I think is what helps you really define like, okay, this is a spiritual gift. Just not just like, oh, I happen to be really good at this particular thing. Like it can be used to edify others and, and God, but, um, they don't have to be like exclusive. If that, if that makes sense, your talent doesn't have to just be worldly. Um, they all, they all can come together, but it's, it's helpful to, um, have that definition. Um, and I did want to, um, circle back just for a minute, just to help, like, we're giving you so much information (laughs) right now. Um, And I just want to give you like a line of thinking because so much is just our perspective and how we think about something that can open our eyes. And so if we are going through like, these are all the spiritual gifts and thoughts about talents and you're like, well, I don't know, like I'm not, nothing's really jumping out. Like I'm, I'm not really sure. Definitely. If you like look at this in, in writing, that will help um, just to kind of review, but a little bit of reverse thinking is seeing maybe if you're in the wrong area, like specifically if you're like serving in church and you're just constantly frustrated and in stress, like maybe you're in a teaching role right now. And it is just, there's nothing good happening. Like you're doing it, but it is not feeling good. Perhaps you got put in that because you're an encourager, like your gift is exhortation. And you were always like encouraging teachers and they're like, Oh, why don't you, why don't you teach too? And then you went into that and then you're like, Oh, this is this is not my jam Mm -hmm. when you were actually an encourager. (laughs) So like that can be, um, administration where you can like organize and plan out the work days at church or activities that need to be done. But when it comes to actually doing all the acts of service, like, you're like, Oh, this is not, not that we don't ever go outside of our spiritual gifts. Like we, we certainly do. And we do need to go outside of our comfort zone and all of that. Like, this is not your free pass to never help out with (laughs) activities, (laughs) but like where you're really feeling fulfilled and it's like, it may be mistaken just because you can plan out an event doesn't mean you're the one to do like the hardcore, like activity, like physical labor of the job. So I just wanted to give you that sort of perspective to think through reverse. Like if you aren't feeling at peace, I think that's a great beacon, um, asking God to help you, like give you peace where you are, if you're in the right spot. Um, but just looking at it reverse, like if you aren't feeling that, like maybe, maybe you're in the wrong service area based on your gifts. So just wanted to throw that in, like, as we try and navigate all of this, that's one tool, um, to help figure out, figure out what it is. 
certainly ask God. <laughs> yeah. All comes down, ask him for revelation here. Yeah. I do think that that's when you're trying to kind of figure out where your place is, there's a few different things that I think you can kind of walk through. Um, number one is you can put yourself in a position and see if it does work. Um, but one of the biggest ways to, to know where God is leading you is always going to be just to spend time with him, to build that relationship with him. So, and it's a two way street when you are building that relationship you are going to pray and you're going to give it all to him. And you're going to tell him all the things that you want to tell him. And then he is going to speak back to you. And typically he does this through his word because that's how he speaks is his word. I th- always think it's funny. Like people are like, how does he talk to us? I'm like, well, it's called his word for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> right. He speaks to us. And so being able to spend time in the word, I do think that, uh, your gifts will be revealed to you because he's going to push you in that direction that you are going to be able to fulfill your purpose of, you know, mm-hmm. getting to know him and, and also being able to share him with the world. And so, um, I do think that that is probably the biggest place to start. Yeah, no, that that's a great, a great point. Yeah. Of how to approach all of this and to not stress about it and just put it in God's hands and pray and start taking steps and let him guide you. Um, yeah. If you're going the right way or not, well, we've gone over so much. (laughs) Is there anything else that you wanted to add that you feel like we didn't, um, cover? Um, and then if not, go ahead and you can just, um, wrap up if there's anything else just personally in your things, anything you have going on that you want to share. I just want to give you that opportunity here. Well, thank you. So I do think that one last thing that I just wanted to share with everyone if you don't know what your spiritual gift is, it's not like you're no longer saved or something. I mean, like this is not not like, (laughs) right. Like this is not like the, the end of everything. Uh, it's more, I think an evolution as to how God reveals where you need to be. And so just Mm -hmm. being open to that and accepting to where he wants to guide you. And I don't think it ever hurts to read a bit more about it all, but I don't think being fixated on, on this specific thing is, uh, it can very quickly turn into more of like that idolatry type of situation where you're trying to figure Mm -hmm. yourself out when we are who we are in him. And so letting that be revealed, I think is super important Yeah. in any case. So if you wanted to, um, learn any more about kind of what I do as far as, uh, those basic Christian beliefs, figuring all this out. I do think that is a great place also to be able to understand where you need to be. So findingfaithabove.com, findingfaithabove, the podcast is, is where you can find out more about that from me. And thank you so much for allowing me to be here and to talk about all of this. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I love all of this and just, we are all here for a purpose. And I think this is such a helpful tool to get a piece of that. And so I'm very grateful for this conversation and for your time. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts, so it means literally everything. If you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review And don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. 
All right, go check some boxes.